Hey, Liz. Hey, John. What time hey, is it? Good, What's how are you? Here? What time is it? I think it's show and tell time. Absolutely. Woo! Uh, let's bring in uh, Kevin from DigiKey. All right. Oh, you're muted, Kevin. I'm I'm muted. I hate that. That's the first thing you got to check when you're on a live broadcast. Are you muted? So we're on show and tell. It's good to see everybody. Fantastic. So what's new in your world? Anything uh, just this right here. This is our first time co-hosting the show and tell. And we're excited to talk to you and, and hear what's going on with you or see any projects you might have brought. What's well, well, yeah, we've had, we've had a lot going on. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been on here. So, that, you know, DigiKey, we're starting to all go back into the office here and there. And that's such a good feeling to get that culture back and be around people. And we were able to work as a, a team and kind of demo with each other. If, uh, if one of you wants to share that, that image I had, uh, this is the, the real modern DigiKeyer. You know, DigiKey started by creating a digital keyer for Morse code. And we're trying to recreate one with more modern day components. And it, it's really cool because yeah. this entire product, you, you do see a feather with a feather wing on it. Yeah. And we haven't got that working yet. But besides that part of it, the entire keyer is discrete components. It's using 555 timers and trim pots and all these different gates. So you can have the dits and the DAWs. And there's a, a headphone jack so you can listen to it. And then you can actually do like word counts. We're going to have word counts display on the screen. And ultimately that feather, it's the, I think it's the ESP32. Might be the 8266. I don't remember. But it's going to be Bluetooth. So we can communicate with the cell phone on whatever you're keying, whatever your message is, and your key or speed or whatever. It's just a fun project. Nice. So, so that will allow you to send Morse code, which could then get uh, either sent straight out or interpreted on a, on a device. Right. Yep. Yeah, you can use it for fun things. Like I said, just doing uh, interpreting the speed and whatever words you say, you can do however words per minute. But it, we had a lot of fun playing with it in the in the office when we were back there. So it's uh, it's coming along really well, and we're we're all really excited for it. So I'm hoping to keep sharing this as we as we do more show and tells and talk a little more about it. the The cool thing, which not a lot of people know, and I don't even know if I'm, know if I'm supposed to say it yet, but say these it. paddles that we made, we're actually making them look like the DigiKey ruler. It's going to be basically a cutout of the PCB DigiKey ruler, just for the I don't know the legacy aspect of our ruler. You know, it, it's cool. going to be pretty cool. That's really neat. And are those uh, flexible parts or capacitive touch? Where so actually, here let me share one other image, and you can see it a little better. I'll share Chrome tab. Sorry, I should have had this ready. That's all right. This is how we get to see top secret leak stuff. So what what it does is, oh, did I share it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you see that screw with that uh, co copper washer? Yeah, copper washer on it. They actually touch that. And the, the red 3D printed part right here is actually a cam to adjust how tight it is. So if you want a little bit of play or a lot of play. Mm -hmm. So there's pressure against the cam. And then as soon as it touches that screw, it makes contact. I see. So it's a little flex. That yep. Little flex. Yep. Yep. Really cool. Yeah. And then you can see the, the headers for the feather and then the feather wing. It's pretty cool. And then we added the... The connector it's kind of a cool right angle connector to power it mm -hmm. because when you put the feather on it covers that connector up because the feather doesn't have back you know we want to power it through the feather not through the board 
Oh, neat. Because it's some protection thing. So we, we want to cover up that, make sure we don't accidentally plug it in. And it looks like you have a couple of uh, Phono TRS 3.5 millimeter ports on there. Is that right? And how are yes. you using those? Yeah, one of them is the for the headphone, the output. And the second one, it was, it was actually an input. So you can input sound into it and display it on the... I actually, no, so you can talk back and forth with two different keyers. Oh, okay. I'd like yeah. to put the audio out through some effect pedals, maybe. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. It, it is, it's really cool. Like when you put the headphones in and you, you play on it, it's like you're watching like an old movie, you know. <laughs> it's, it, we, we just had a lot of fun at the office that day. That's fun. Uh, it, looks like some people, it looks like some people over in our Discord are now communicating uh, solely via Morse code, so we'll have... <laughs> I'm going to have to learn a lot more. I've been trying to kind of learn a little bit about it and how it works. I did learn like SOS. Uh -huh. So the, the DAWs actually override the DITs. You can hold the DITs and then just tap. Like if you oh. SOS is 333, 333. So you can just hold the one and just tap the other. So it's a little less confusing, but that's cool. It, anyway, like I said, it's been a really fun project. And I'm glad to be a part of it and I'm glad to be able to share it with you guys. Thank you so much. Well, uh, we'll we'll uh, look forward to seeing it uh, as it progresses. Thanks so much for coming on. We'll see you next time. Sounds yeah, good. good. Thanks, guys. Take care. Okay. Uh, let's add in uh, San Pedro. Beep, 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 beep. Hey, guys. Hey, it was great to see you on the other side of the screen. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And of course, happy May the 4th to everyone. May May represent. Yes, yes. <laughs> Although I just noticed that, like getting all the, what is it, the mosaic effect on everything? Oh, hey, yeah. Let's talk about this cube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this week's project. This is a collab project with Phil B. He wrote the code. This was running a Raspberry Pi 4 and the RGB matrix bonnet. So there's six of these RGB 64 by 64 uh, panels. And he managed to get the code to run across all of these lovely panels. Uh, Pedro, do you want to hold this while I run through a couple of yes. weird demos? I think I know what the first weird so demos So this one's be. using the LIS 3 dh accelerometer. So that's like our kind of hero classic. Yes, can you uh, can we mention that? that this is not fake? A lot of the ones that we see out there, it's like one panel. It's like, oh, cool, it's look at CG. my cube. It's, it's, it's like just one side. So let's prove that it's all sides by loading in. Everybody's favorite character. Who is it? Hold on. <laughs> Dang it, I can't accept yeah. it. <laughs> I can't take the anticipation. Uh, <laughs> Who is it? Everybody's favorite mascot for John's show? Oh, no. <laughs> Who could it be? Oh, come on. Everybody knows it's I, Lars. I'm trying. Show Lars. Get, I'm trying. get him out here. <laughs> Hold on. Our where's the, where's so, the cane? So, with so, the, the so the way it. to run these demos is through terminal and using SSH. And we're kind of streaming, so... Ah, that's why it's really oh, slow. I'm oh, like, no. why is this working? There it goes. All right. Well, let's oh, do it. Oh, there you go. Orient yourself. I should have worn a shirt really that bright. I could put over my head and be like, ah. Yeah. The, one of the weird things with the RGB uh, matrix panels is the refresh rate is always an issue with webcam. So it kind of oh, looks yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can bring it in and oh, sort God. of normalize <laughs> it. There you go. But this is, again, uh, super thanks to JP for this. Sweet, uh, yeah, unwrapped so UV texture map of his entire head and even your chin as well. The likeness is uncanny. Right. And I like your funny. joke on what you do to get your mom for Mother's Day. Yeah, no, I know. I can do my mom. I, I think she would like that. Yeah. 
any mom would love that. So here's Lars, of course. Hey, Lars. Trying to tease. And yeah, all sides. I mean, I guess it's kind of easy to do all the sides when he's Let's all furry. Do, yeah, he's, he's an easy one for, for uh, seaming yeah. the edges. This one is so cool is because it proves that the earth is flat as a cube. But it can be. Oh, that's <laughs> really cool. And all the poles, of course. Nice yeah, so we have, and a, we have a massive guide that, that went out live uh, this morning, so definitely check it out if folks want to take a look at all the bits. Um, folks were, were talking on 3D Hangouts this morning about different ideas, so definitely take this as a kind of jump-off point. If you want to make your own, you can mm -hmm. use some of the bits that, uh, that we have. A uh, quick demo, do you want to show? I, I don't know. what is it this time? That's the top, right? To show how the magnets are all connected? Yeah, so that's why I have this one. So this is what it up. looks like uh, with just one panel, but yeah, all of these uh, have... Uh, magnets so they will snap out and they have uh these labels these uh these labels you just line them up like oh, our edge cool. and that way you get the order of the panels correct and i did not correct. there we go so wow one of them i'm building another one for lamar and phil to have so they can run all sorts of fun demos too they That's got some ideas um so yeah check it out we have the panels in stock um sign up uh, for the raspberry pi and the bonnet. I think we got those two. We got to end it with one last demo. The well, I mean, it's you know, it's May the Fourth, so let's you get a Death Star in there. Okay, let's do a Death Star. <laughs> I think on. these are one of the ones we give away, or probably not, right? Because of the um, copyright you, and stuff. Yeah, we show uh, Philby wrote a nice little section in the guide on how to resize and create your own images for this. Cool. So definitely check that out if you want to make some of your own images and texture maps. So cool. And that's right. <laughs> of course, the refresh rate, you know, it looks yeah, it's buttery cool. smooth in person, but yeah, super cool build to uh, keep you occupied for quite a while. Yeah. But nice, I know this uh, is quite the documentation process. So thanks for yes, uh, uh, yeah. it'll be for the code. Yeah, thanks um, for bringing that up. Uh, two different sizes you can build. So right. it's a nice long guide yeah. for that. <laughs> awesome. yeah, I think that's all we got. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, guys. Right. Um, we'll go Peace to us. Jeff next. Hello. Well, I had a demo I was going to show tonight, but it wasn't working for me before we went live. So I thought I could talk to you about PyCon. Yeah. Um, and by the way, John, I met you in person. I know you have a lot more neck than it looks like on that cube. It's not just as <laughs> an actual <laughs> neck. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, good job being uh, a volunteer for that little experiment. But uh, yeah, I've wrote, uh, written a blog post about it on the Adafruit blog and just kind of want to wanted to cover two of the highlights for me. First of all, well, three. First of all, just being back with people. We all wore masks the whole time and everybody was being as safe as they could. But, you know, you got to be around people. You got to have chance meetings and just hang out. And Katni and Melissa introduced me to so many folks. Uh, the names, there's just so many names piled up in my head right now of uh, people I got to meet. But uh, there was a keynote given by, I'm going to say her name is Sarah Isun from the Event Horizon Telescope collaboration. They're the ones who have made the image of the extrasolar black hole uh, that was released a couple of years ago. And she talked all about how uh, Python is important to the way that they work together and collaborate and process the data. And that was really cool. I think that will be up on YouTube, you know, when the when the uh, talks start appearing from PyCon. So figure out where that is and watch it because you know, hearing about the way these people collaborate and how Python plays into that was really awesome for me. And the other thing that was a lot of fun was the um, Pi Ladies dinner and auction. The, the people in this community uh, contributed a tremendous amount of money and bought really cool stuff um, at the auction. 
there were some some this piece of art that just blows my mind um, that went for several thousand dollars. And yeah, there's a link to that in the blog post. It's called Slime Mold Maze, and it's it's art. It's a maze. It's proven to be a unique maze with Python. I didn't understand it all. And somebody spent, I think, upwards of $8,000 on it, uh, just to give an idea of Terrific. what they were doing. So they raised $40,000 for PyLadies, which you know is all about enabling people um, who are maybe a little less seen in open source uh, to participate more. And yeah, so I think PyCon was just wonderful. And I've been saying thank you to Adafruit for sending me and letting me represent y'all. And uh, yeah. I, sorry, there's there's always just one more thing. Uh, we did open spaces where we invited people who had maybe uh, never, you know, used a microcontroller before to work with a Circuit Playground Bluefruit. Mm -hmm. And like by the end, they would come in and they'd say, oh, I don't have much experience in Python. I just don't know. And then they'd say, my light theremin works. Look, <laughs> it makes this, it makes a sound. I can kind of play music. And they were just having <laughs> such fun. And I, I loved it. I love to kind fun. of help enable that. Um, Thanks for doing that. Anyway, yeah, thanks for going out there. And if anyone uh, hasn't, go go to the Adafruit blog and check out Jeff's blog post. Yeah, and I will drop a link to that also in our Discord. So hope to see you there, and I'll be hanging out a little bit. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thanks, Jeff. All right, so keep it to two minutes per person um, for the next couple of folks, and uh, we'll be good for Ask the Engineer. Next up is going to be Foamy Guy, Tim C, and Tim C's screen. Tim. Oh, let's get the mute. There we go. Hello. Um, so speaking of uh, PyCon, uh, Katni and Melissa were out at PyCon, and one of the things that um, they asked about while they were there was being able to play a little snake game. So um, I was not there, but I was helping out online and uh, playing around with some different stuff and doing PR reviews and things. And um, I ended up making this little snake game with a nice uh, Blinka snake in it. And the game itself is, is fairly basic, but one of the things that I thought was really cool about this is actually if we finish the game, uh, we can press start. And what I ended up doing was integrating this with the sort of standard badge example. So that like Pi Badger uh, example that has the hello, my name is badge and the custom image and the QR code. Um, and you can kind of cycle between all these things. And now you can uh, press a, the select button over there to have it launch a different program. So I had oh. it launch the snake, but really you could have it launch actually anything that you're working on. So this is a great way to show off um, not only your badge and your info, but whatever you're actually building uh, on your Pi Badge or Pi Gamer device. That's Super really cool. cool. Yeah. And yeah. is that code available now uh, with with this launcher for? Uh, it, it's published up under my GitHub, but I am planning on um, PRing the example in that Pi Badger repo to kind of show how you can launch that out. And then I have a separate uh, repo for the Snake game right now. I just happened to have one of these out nice. uh, preparing to do something with coincidentally. So I uh, look nice. forward to it. <laughs> uh, and I will say also really quick, thank you to all the folks out at PyCon, uh, Jeff, Katni, and Melissa, as well as all the sprinters. We had lots of new folks get involved and submit pull requests um, throughout PyCon, and this was their first time working on it out there. So thank you to all of those folks who worked on that stuff. Excellent. Awesome. Great thank to see you. more folks getting involved. For sure. All right. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, thank you. Next up, we're going to go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Hi. Uh, so speaking of getting things working at the last moment, um, I've been improving my little insect bot over the last week. I love this. Uh, yeah. So it's now moving uh, in more set increments. And I've since got the little panel vice thing with um, 
the servos on it, moving and moving the uh, ultrasonic sensor around. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. The, what I ran into in the why the whole reason there's a USB uh, cable in it right now is power issues. And I believe the servos in the tilt device actually require five to six volts and mm -hmm. the battery just wasn't cutting it. So it wasn't working. So and then I just plugged rope cables into everywhere. Um, yeah. And the other interesting thing, I don't know if it'll be easily visible, but um, everything's now on a little proto board that I was trying to use to see if I could design a small circuit board and PCB that later I can mount things to. Not that there would be a lot to it, but uh, potentially now a voltage regulator um, to get higher mm -hmm. voltage if required. And just all your pin connectors, so rather than have to have them everywhere, like even here sort of is, uh, they can just be organized and it could just be built into the 3D enclosure. Mm -hmm. That's great. Uh, it's nice seeing the evolution of this. Look forward to your next iteration. This guy's adorable. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. how organically he moves. So. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. That's kind of the bit. And it's probably about to walk off my table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the sensor is not yet working. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Mark. All right. Let's next go to Todd Bot. Oh, hey. Uh -huh. Hey, Liz. <laughs> hey, hey, JP. So um, I, I, you know, woke up this morning and realized from my Twitter feed that it was May the 4th and Star Wars Day. So happy Star Wars Day. Um, <laughs> and so I quickly, I quickly whipped, whipped up a little uh, tiny targeting computer. Yes. That's... that's, um, that's this this is the uh, the ESP32 TFT Feather with the case by JP, and um, and then it's in CircuitPython and it's just got two little animations going the, the like sort of center grid and the little lights in the lower left there, and um, yeah that's really it. That's <laughs> it's pretty <great>. simple. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit, <laughs> don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Oh shit. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. And actually, that's a uh, Ruiz Brothers design for that case that then I've modified and probably you'll modify and it'll it'll keep uh, evolving itself. Uh, it's a good case. The the little top part does come off pretty easily, though. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta refine <laughs> uh, some tolerance, I think, and do some extra width to get that snap fit working on, on your prints. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I imagine you could hook this to your glasses so that you can always be targeting. There we go. Yeah. Or I could be like like a Lobot on a Cloud City. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, see ya. <laughs> a good one. Next, we're gonna go to uh, Flavia. Hello. Hey guys, you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. No, I just started. I'm a big fan of all of you. I mean, you just look at me and all the things I have around. Oh, uh, cool. You know, the, <laughs> the MIDI fighter Liz, you know, and, and the parsecs and everything. Anyways, um, so the reason I'm here tonight is because I want to share a project that I did. It's like a little pet project. I have a, an electric car, and now going back to the office, we only have six days, and there's a lot of folks with electric cars, and I needed a way to see how to, you know, how available the bays were. So. So I, I, I have a, a matrix portal, yes, and, and thank you. So I started off by writing this little uh, script that uh, basically fetches you know, the information from the base. You know, it's, it's, this, um, it's called a SEMA Connect. That's the provider that does that. And then it, it's just a little script, you know, and then it pulls in the information, it creates a JSON file that I can actually use 
And then from the JSON file, and then I have it running on, a, on like a time ID at some specific times. But the fun part about it is that uh, with this thing, I can uh, populate Adafruit, right? So uh, with Adafruit.io, I can uh, and uh, I, I can have uh, my own uh, feed, right? So I can push in into Adafruit.io the feeds, and when uh, the baby comes available or not, I can have it displayed. And that's what I have here on that that's the um, the little uh, portal. So I can do a little demo. So let's say you know uh, the you know it's the morning and the car stop starts coming, and then I can uh, just by Having pulling the JSON file and updating it, I can see that you know the base got busy, you know, and then things get red, and then uh, and then you can go more, and then I have a little, and then that was it, and I share with the folks in my work, and they all liked it, and then I said, okay, you know, what what else can I do? So so now I'm loading this up onto a little uh, matrix portal, and that came out really well, and it's really fun because with that, I can. Uh, Basically, and I have it right here. So what I'll do is, um, I'm gonna switch cameras so you can see a little better. Hopefully, I won't mess up. Um, okay, setting. Yes. You want us to remove uh, the second image? Uh, oh, there. You uh, go. No, you you can leave it there. So so basically, what I did is now I have this little guy, and uh, I I'm using the accelerometer in the uh, in this display to uh, to. Uh, make it instead of periodically pulling the data you know being able to go in online and fetching it for me and as you can see in a minute i think you will um let's see if that works <laughs> uh, and while we wait, oh. we wait for yeah. that to update yes. um what i i may have missed this what is the sensing of the bay uh availability based on is that something that's already available online or are you adding sensors to the parking spots how, how are you getting so, that? yeah so the the the, uh, the sensors on my work as the as called sema connect so i pretty much uh don't tell this them to them but i reverse engineer their api their, their ah. website and then i figured out uh, what i needed to do basically using curl commands i'm able to pull down okay. the, the data you know and that's then smart. that's yeah and that's pretty much it so uh I'm just going to make it uh, load the data here. Let's see if that works. But, anyways, what he would do is uh, go online and go to the Adafruit and pull in. There so, you go. right now, I have a bunch of days used. And then, if uh, they're all busy, I make it like a little red blinking. Ah, so, it's great. time for me to move away my car and uh, make room for other people. Excellent. And, yeah. And then uh, I'm using the uh, yeah, so it kind of blinks like that when things get busy. <laughs> so I know this can me pay attention. <laughs> ah, and then and the last thing is um, I'm using the uh, the progress bars right that I think Hugo right that, that put together and that works great on Circuit Python. Oh good. So the uh, the only caveats I had is I couldn't really use um, the Matrix Portal library as its own because I didn't have enough memory. So mm -hmm. I was thinking of the uh, the RP twenty forty, right? I saw that you guys, not you guys, but you you sell at the Interstate seventy five, but that doesn't have Wi Fi. So mm -hmm. I was wondering if uh, later down you're gonna have down the road you're gonna have an Interstate seventy five with an ESP thirty two that would give yeah, us uh, more memory. Me. Yeah, yeah. These things go for ESP thirty twos. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and that's that's it. Thank you so much. Great I, you demo. Know, this is possible because of you guys. So. <laughs> 
good times. <laughs> Great to see. And glad it's been a useful project too. So. Yeah. What that? Yeah. Thank you. All right. And last up, we have Leo. Are you there, Leo? We lost oh, Leo. Okay. Then we are done early. Uh, so people will have a chance to go grab a snack and, and uh, hunker down for an Ask an Engineer that's happening in about five minutes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Thanks, everyone, for showing your projects. And we'll see you again next week, 7.30 PM Eastern. Um, is it 4.30 Pacific? Yes, it is. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Liz. Okay. Thanks, John. Bye, everyone. Bye.